Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jarcast episode 229. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by, you know, no silly names, James. Hello. And Jim. Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, and welcome to Jim. Jim, Jim. Jim. (laughs) Uh, Before we go too deep into the show, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreon, who make the audio version possible, and the patron reading names at the start of each month. So next episode. Um, this is it, guys. Number episode number two of live. We're back, baby. We are back. It's um, we are finding our way again through the the realms of live video. We are getting our uh, yeah. clips in a crazy long, an accidentally crazy long jarcast. We're like, let's not time it or anything. Let's just try and get back into the the, groove. the swing of things, the, swing, the groove. Because yeah. we mentioned it, it's weird. To be in the same room recording again. It is weird. It's weird to see other human beings. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. I forget how uh, how much I profusely sweat when I'm... <laughs> it is very warm <laughs> here as well. Because we were barefoot last episode, and I mean... So it's going into the start of summer now, so it's just going to get warmer and warmer. Yeah, yeah, and with, with you know the light sources, the foam, the, the lights, sound the deadening, dogs, the yeah, it's PC just, fans. It's a, it's a sauna, and it just gets a bit unbearable when it's hot. So if the if the little toesies come out again, <laughs> that's why. The stinky, sweaty. We were just saying um, before starting, if if you could smell like the smell of vision from the, the Futurama, mm. if, oh, yeah, if yeah, we were yeah. on the smell of vision, we would be the stinkiest podcast on. Especially last on episode, the Paisley licking that <laughs> that area yeah. and breathing. Oh Some my god! Of- yeah, she stank. <laughs> That was I, was, I was so disappointed editing last episode because I was like, yeah, we're coming back. It's the first, like, everyone's on their best form. Mm-hmm. Paisley comes into the background. Five, ten minutes straight, she's just licking that just, same place. Yeah, just gobbing. It's, oh. it's vile. It was making me, like, gag while I was editing. Yeah, it. Because I, I was getting so annoyed at myself in the episode because she was right next to me. But because this mic is so big, it was blocking my view. So I couldn't see her. Otherwise, I would have immediately stopped her. But she was there doing it. Could you it. hear it in the podcast? In the podcast, you could, could you hear her gobbling? I don't think so. Maybe those with headphones in the background might have been able to pick it out. You could smell it though. God damn! No, just the two dogs together. They are fucking stanky. No, they they say uh, like a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's. Fuck that man. must be one of those that's BS. Bull- yeah, rumors. that's got that's to be bullshit, bullshit because they lick their asshole and then pants, and it smells of shit. It smells worse than shit. It smells they're, of dog they're, asshole. Yeah. They're breathing their own shit. They're just pewing <laughs> it out everywhere. Yeah. Rate us on iTunes. Um, just want to throw that out there. Helps out the show. We're nearly a million downloads on the audio that's a, that's a, That is a fucking huge number. That like is a, a big number. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, we're... And, uh, well, let's, uh, let's just drop this. We've got some uh, juicy, juicy uh, vids on the horizon. So keep a look out for those. The Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep, the Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> They won't be a PlayStation podcast or anything. That's not even like a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some housekeeping. Will we address some comments from the last episode? Bimey's going to start us off. The boys are sat on the floor and forgot which number it was. The Jarcast is back, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It's just funny. Are we going to tell the chair thing or are we just going to leave that just up in the air? What um, chair thing? What chair thing are you on about? About Alex? the reason we're on the floor last episode or whatever. Yeah, we we might we, we might. We need to build back up. We're starting from the bottom to to get so we can get here. Yeah, to a true yeah. experience, a true jar experience after the COVID. We have to 
Gotta start from the bottom. It's man. always been our goal. We want to be like the man evolving, but as a podcast. Yeah. Mm. Tommy Police has one. On one hand, I'd like to congratulate James for achieving heaven. You'll get it eventually. On the other hand, I urge Alex and Jim to read slash watch Berserk. There are lots of uh, comments about this because it's been recommended a lot of times, actually. And they said, the best thing to do would be to directly go to the manga. But if you prefer to start with the anime, I suggest going for the 97 adaptation. The direction, script, voice acting, music and presentation, especially if you like that 90s anime aesthetic, compensate for the somewhat rudimentary animation. Seriously, Berserk is one of my favourite works of fiction. Landscape also says the original Berserk manga is definitely the way to go, just for the raw energy. And uh, yeah, I'll do uh, round off this Berserk thing with this one from The Joker Baby. If you guys want to get into Berserk, then you just got to read the manga. This seems to be the, the suggestion mostly. Yeah. Um, because I have a feeling that a lot of the adaptations are not going to be to Alex's thing, and they cut a bunch of the stuff that I think was compelling in the manga while adding in some shitty dialogue now. I know it may seem long, but it's a manga. There's usually not that much reading besides some short dialogue and a paragraph once in a while. That's true, actually, because yeah, of course it's... It's just the, there's a lot of the manga. It's not short. I've got nothing against reading it. Um, I mm. read a bunch of Attack on Titan after I watched the first season, and there was nothing else to go off. The um, only thing for me is getting into the state of reading. Yeah. It's so much more... Casual, it, I would say, to watch it, something. It, 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 yeah, yeah, it's so much easier to when you're sat in front of a TV or in front of mm. your PC. Well, the, the last kind of book like that, like a graphic novel type thing I went through was The Boys. Um, when se season yeah, yeah. two of that came out, I just want to see how it contrasted. And it is quite a fun way of reading once you have issues and issues that are already out. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it month by month. No. Like I, I used to read The Walking Dead month by mm -hmm. month. It's a bad way of ingesting stories because you just forget. A month's yeah. a long time. I suppose they're quite short, so you're just supposed to reread them again and again. But I'm not patient enough for that. Do do you do you read on screens or do you read? Do you prefer like paperback? I prefer paperback, but I usually end up reading on screens just because mm -hmm. I don't want issues and issues stacked up. Yeah, it's I don't. Yeah, that's problem with DVDs everywhere and yeah, yeah. It's already a space. Well, I I would love to have like a bookshelf. Mm. Because I think aesthetically they're really nice. Yeah. I do get a few bookshelves. I've but, um, got I've got one in my room, and it's it's I like I, it's a nice look. And just when, yeah. you, when there's a series you know you like, you've already liked, then it's nice to collect them gradually and have like the whole collection, mm -hmm. like I've done. But I would always read online. Cause yeah, that's the, no, thing. the thing that I found with books. I know this might be a bad take, is that when you read it, I think it looks dirty. Not dirty, but it looks like it's got the pages and everything and on the bookshelf. It just doesn't look as that's what people want, though, because when you have the, your, like, Kindle, it's replicating that paper mm. page. What do you mean by dirty? I don't mean dirty. Wrong word. Like, it's been wed. So, like, the, the spine has been, like... Creased. Yeah. And I, I prefer a book, like, when when you've read through it, you know, then it's, like, had your touch. I know. You know? I can't beat the physicality of a book. And Yeah, but also, in the same time, like I'm saying, when you're sat in front of your TV or PC... If you have books on that screen, you're more likely to read it because you're already in that space mm. Mm. of engaging with media on that thing. Mm. I've already, I've always done it through just my phone because it's quite convenient on my phone. Yeah, I, d I don't know how people can do that. Mm. I hate like reading read full novels off their phone. Yeah, yeah or I even I find it annoying to read an article. 
Like mm. I remember going through this big ass article on my phone and it's just the most frustrating thing and you're like zooming in on all the, the, yeah. Words, yeah. the writing and shit, yeah. But I would say the Berserk manga is definitely worth looking at because the art is so fucking mm -hmm. good. If you do want a good book though, um, I would say any Dr. Zeus. Just fantastic. <laughs> Can't even argue with that. Or if you want a good book, <laughs> the recovery version. The recovery version. Very Cool has a, a question regarding that the, the, there was a, a comment we talked about last episode where we were talking about video games uh, using the medium best to tell a story. And there are a few things I wanted to say or, or reference that I just couldn't get out of my head or whatever. And these comments helped remind me as to what I was trying to think of. Um, as for the which games use the fact that they are a game to tell their story best question, my mind instantly goes to Nia uh, Replicant as it's a story that completely requires the medium of video games to work. So those got a few shout-outs, the near games. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that. They, they, they are those type of games. But it has to be a video game for it to communicate its yeah. story. Um, C. Rambo has one I actually have played, not all of. I think Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice utilizes the medium very well to tell its story. Yeah, I've only played a couple hours of that, but I can agree from what I've played. Yeah, no, that I got very the, unique. It had those vibes. Those and you really have to play it with like headphones too if you want to have the proper yeah, experience. Yeah. It's one of those. Um, yeah, I think that's most of those. No, there was one more Undertale. Um, I didn't screenshot the the comment. It's, no, I did. Sorry, Chili Jelly said. Uh, I understand that none of the boys have played it to my knowledge, but it was kind of jarring for me to not hear Undertale mentioned at all during the games and stories discussion. I think that was the one I was trying to think of that I wanted to shout out, but because I haven't played it, it wasn't there in my head. Because so, yeah. it's all I've ever heard about it is how like clever and you like replay it, get different, get so, some different experience from it. Um, yeah, that's a case of, uh, I'm sure it's been said to death, but like the fan base sort of ruining mm. something. Mm. Well, what sounds good about it to me is it, it sounds like one of those kind of Pokemon-ish RPGs, but mm. you can go through non-violently and using... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a, a cool idea. It's more about like the writing and... Yeah, no, I still think that game is incredible because it was just... It was Toby Fox. It's one He just did everything. And the, the soundtrack of it is really good. The game's obviously really good. And it's just like... The only thing that's man. put me off is I've heard there's like really insanely difficult parts, mm -hmm. which... Um, mm. Yeah, isn't it sort of like a the combat is like bullet hell? Yeah, there's like bullet hell sections or something. Yeah. Which to me is a huge put off. Uh, maybe in the comments people can let me know how accurate that would be to the actual experience or not. Yeah. I'm just checking something so I don't... Uh... Let's end on uh, this then for the housekeeping segment. Sort of going back to the, the social media topic we were talking about. Um, Atomic Catacombs is going to start us off. On the topic of Twitter, showing you other people's likes, etc. You can actually turn that off. At the top of your timeline, there's a little star icon. Click on that, then select See Latest Tweets. And your timeline will go back to chronological order. But I don't know why they default the setting to other people's likes bullshits. But this is, but this is in a way to combat that. Hope it helps. That that is a great help. Yeah, I didn't. Why, know that yeah, at all. why don't? Why didn't I know that? I'm gonna say I'm not gonna click because they don't want you to know about it. Clearly. Yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna use it. The, recently, I followed this account called Abandoned Places, and it's just like pictures of just like abandoned places. Yeah, yeah. But all their likes are like people fighting and shit. Like really? Yeah, and it's like um, perfect cop or something where like 
someone's on the road and there, there happens to be a police car and they do something illegal. And like it's, it's this like aggro shit that's all over social media, stuff to get you riled up. Like we, you see so yeah. much fighting and shit yeah. now. And I, I just followed this account to look at like old castles. Mm-hmm. And then no, I've you seen can't this. avoid the conflict. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I like seeing what people like because sometimes something will just fuck me up so funny that you've liked and I was yeah, just like, yeah. I need to see that. That's so funny. Frog S is going to finish this segment. On the social media talk, maybe you guys can't do this because of JAR, IHE or another reason, but I deleted Facebook, Twitter, Reddit and Instagram from my phone at the start of the year and it's been nothing but beneficial. I talk to all my th- friends through Discord or Messenger and the only social media sites I use anymore are Twitch and YouTube. My mood is generally improved, I'm more productive, and my thoughts no longer get caught up in dumb internet bullshit all the time like they used to. If you don't use social media for work, I'd absolutely recommend breaking off from all those websites. Yeah, I, I definitely have considered it. Mm. Or maybe even just going, like... A yeah, few people no, have recommended all... to me to delete my Twitter, but... <laughs> it's it's too much of an important resource, it's how everyone communicates. Your IHE, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see how you can like be on YouTube and not have a mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter yeah. it, it is quite vital, especially with how the YouTube algorithm works now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it mainly depends. Like, I know a lot of people have a lot with their algorithm. It's always the same, very bad stuff, especially Instagram and like all the dangerous stuff that comes from that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like for me, social media has never been like that because it's all passion for me. It's all the stuff I follow passionately so it's like i don't get any of the issues because it's like i'm just seeing up things i really really mm-hmm. like and for me that is actually quite fine but the reason i get rid of it is because it's how addictive it is you're just constantly up wake up scroll for your twitter yeah. scroll for your Instagram. i'm definitely addicted um, yeah me too you can't i don't know it. if i'm in a position where i can unaddict myself while still making youtube shit i don't know how that's really possible yeah, yeah. it's because they're, they're so intertwined but yeah you, you, I don't really see YouTube as a social media. It is. You, you can exist you, on YouTube and not totally be obsessed with Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy but, to fall into that, though. Yeah. I don't know. It, to me, it's more of... It's more like a equivalent to Netflix or something. The way I use it. Mm. Where I'm, I'm looking for content. Paisley... Dude, you can't be in here if you're going to do this every episode. We're just fucking disappointed there, in you. Just sits there grooming herself really loudly in the background. She, for, I don't think people realise. For 15 she, minutes. She has sloppy noises. He is a sloppy dog who just She's slops. got such big yeah, so jowls. Just old, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sick of it. I can't. Max never did that. No, but then you've got Argie who just like starts pulling his nails or pulling balls and no, it's just he's like... being cute. He might be cute, but he's still irritating when he's sloppy. Also, we- on the... No, let me just finish this. If you have got a problem with Instagram, there's you can get this app called Block Site on your phone and you can block all the apps off that you use during your work hours or block access to them completely. It's a good way if you generally want to cut back because you kind of need it sometimes. So you just being able to just remove it from block when you need to talk to someone and then blocking it and whatnot can just help. Yeah, the only thing with that for me is that I I just know that because the temptation is still there, Mm. like I would need someone else to be in control of the block. Mm. It's it's also very useful if you're struggling with a certain kind of addiction to a certain kind of thing because you can block all of it and that will help you. 
Let's do some topics. Let's do it. Um, there are a couple of notes that I wanted to bring up at the very least. Let's start with this one, though, because um, it's, it's very jar. Um, the Eternals, a race of immortal beings. We finally know what they look like in the flesh, and it's not like fan art, deviant art, bullshits anymore. We've got the real deal. We got Wait, Oscar... that, that wasn't a fan-made video? <laughs> <laughs> we got Oscar-winning directors bringing together the whole crew of Game of Thrones. Angelina Jolie's in there, Pawnee's in there. Every one of note is in this movie. All the CG, all the animators in the world are working on this movie, doing all the visual effects. It's going to be huge. It's yeah, got like the, 11 million plus views in like two minutes or whatever. The water tech is unmatched. And that was probably my biggest takeaway. It was like, mm -hmm. you know what, at the very least, Marvel is pushing the boundaries with their obscene budgets to such a degree that we're, they're like at the cutting edge of visual effects and we're just seeing silly scale from them. From them. But aside from that, I don't know. Um, the one thing I took from what's the happening? <laughs> from the trailer is what what what's the villain? What's the danger of these movies? Because there's just a flying spaceship where the Eternals are on it. I don't get why. That's it. That's they've only showed off the characters, the Eternals. It seemed more it. like kind of a mood piece. Like yeah, this is the setting. This is what everyone looks like. But we're not going to give away anything that happens. But from the, the the premise anyway of them being immortal beings, I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. Characters like Superman, who are always they're not he's not immortal, but he might he's the closest thing to it. You see how they struggle with characters like that. Like or yeah, even Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel is that type of character going. is tough. Um unless they're the villain in something like Invincible or whatever, then it works way better. But And you've got eight of them, eight is there eight Eternals or seven? Oh dude, you know better than me. But I mean it looks like a new one. Uh, to be honest, visually it looked a bit more a very. bit more unique and varied yeah, compared yeah. to some of the previous Marvel affair. But when you have that final scene where they're like, hey, Dad, maybe I should lead the Avengers, guys. What do you think? Yeah, was, was that the guy from, um, from Doctor Strange giving them slop in a bowl? Well, he was doing Is all that... the hand shit, so... Right. No, the, the, not him. The, the one that's like feeding them at the table. No, it can't be. Oh, it's, it's a different person. Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to have to ask Marvel Fan 5 about that one. Yeah. I... The thing is that this trailer, because there's so many characters in the Eternals, mm -hmm. like there, there's more characters in the Eternals than, than in the, the original Avengers. Avengers. True. Mm. Um, That's another thing. Like, it, it, no character gets given enough time. And honestly, no joke, Kumail is the biggest draw to this film for me. Yeah. Yeah, He's the only reason I will watch it, and I he, haven't even seen fucking Men in Black International. I've not, I don't know the source of Kima. Yeah, because even having the the half of Game of Thrones cast in it seems like a yeah. If anything, that's that was more like of a, a trend from a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It makes me less interested, and like seeing Jon Snow pop up and stuff. It, mm -hmm. it, that's all. The, the only reason they're showing you this is because oh, Game of Thrones. Like, well, yeah, it's Game showing all the faces of all the like biggest actors. Yeah, in yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know. Seeing those actors now after the end of Game of Thrones, it is kind of sour. People are comparing it to like, this is like the new Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of it's like a character, a set of characters no one knows about, and it's their it's their their moment. No, because I don't it, think no, they're quirky no, no, enough. No, 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 no. no. 
those two, those quirkiness with when you when you look at Guardians of the Galaxy and all the cast and all the trailers, it has that quirky vibe. Yeah, it's this got is, guy it has, tree. But wrecking. it's because of James Gunn though. That, like, I've, mm-hmm. is is what's her name? Chloe Zhao mm-hmm. is she the James Gunn for what we need for the Eternals, whatever? I mean, I, the I, thing whatever, is, I, I don't, I don't want shit. I don't want just Guardians of the Galaxy again. Mm-hmm. You know, they they feel like a. I'm more excited, but I've always heard, have you guys heard of Moon Knight? No. He's a Marvel character, and I've always heard about how awesome he is. Moon Knight? He's like, yeah. Is that like a Shovel Knight character? <laughs> no, he's like, this. I don't actually know his powers or anything, but I've always, like, through the grapevine, just heard about how awesome Moon Knight is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Oscar you can Isaac be... has been cast as Moon Knight. Really? In the MCU, yeah. Whatever that means. So... I like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. The zeitgeist is telling me to be excited, so I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Oscar Isaac would do anything with Disney now, because he seemed quite. No, sour he actually about. got out pretty unscathed out of everyone mm. in those yeah. Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. He's everyone else got the most all. unscathed. <laughs> yeah, but still, like you look at the interviews with him post. Yeah, he's just like the yeah, last one. It's a paycheck, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Can't really blame him. Yeah. You got the vibe. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely be checking out the Eternals when that. Yeah, we will be seeing. Eventually it, comes out. I, and so honestly, I, I can't say I have all that much hope. Yeah, yeah, my my, I'm leaning towards not much hope. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing in the trailer was like, whoa. Apart from the water. I still, to be honest, everything um, post Endgame has still just been like. A, could have, I could have been fine without this, really. One yeah, the only one cool I, idea. Kind of petered out. Um, the one I like having is Spider-Man. Yeah. The Spider-Man one and Doctor Strange seems way more interesting than a Black Widow prequel yeah. and a, and whatever this yeah, Eternals do, thing is. But. Do not do prequels. Mm-hmm. Like, how how can you show in the Marvel Universe something more interesting now? Than what they've shown. Than what they've already established yeah, in the world. Unless it's post-Thanos shit, because you can actually... Mm-hmm. Do stuff with that. Well, there are rumors of them like planning to bring him back or something. Thanos. It's, no, but that's what's going to happen if it's true comic shit. It's just mm-hmm. going to be like cycles of like, oh, it's been like ten years now. Iron Man is back, or you know, whatever. Honestly, I do. I do see Iron Man going back, like within the next. What's mm-hmm. more likely, uh, Captain America coming back or Iron Man? Iron Man. Is coming back. Do you reckon? I think it's like just a hundred. I would say give it within four years. Iron Man's are gonna be back. Four years. Four years. Since when it came out two years ago? Yeah. Six years. Six years from then. He's coming back. We were right about Dogecoin. I was right about the GameStop. <laughs> the GameStop stocks. I'm right about this. Well speaking of Dogecoin, um JJ Abrams has caught a bit of flack the last few days from for this interview. Did you guys see this? Mm-hmm. No. Um, I saw the quote. It was, it was, I think it was a Collider interview, the headline being, J.J. Abrams acknowledges it probably would have been better if they had approached the Star Wars sequel trilogy with a plan. Um, so it's this really awkward interview where J.J. is asked a bunch of questions by this Collider guy, and he politically avoids every question, but kind of, in the way he answers it, does kind of imply some things. AKA, there was no plan. They had no fucking clue what they were doing. That was, that was more than implied, wasn't it? He straight up said. He says, like, he, yeah, he, he he says it in a way without like condemning the productions he was a part of. Because, I mean, he is in a very complicated situation. Um, 
Yeah, he's also just the, like, shill director. Mm-hmm. And he's, know, if, profe- he's being professional about it. You can't, like, blame him for not being out white about it. Well, I don't know. I, I've... Yeah, I'm, to- I'm not I sure don't which... Because like, I respect... Abrams as um, what, uh, what's the Finn actor called again? Yeah, fuck. Boyega. John yeah, John Boyega. Boyega. He came out against it and was yeah. saying about, like, this is bullshit, the way this went down. Mm-hmm. I think everyone respected that, being real, being honest. Yeah. Whereas this is more... Yeah, I kind of got my standing in Hollywood or whatever. Um... You know, I don't want to ruin yeah. anything. <laughs> no, J.J. Abrams just doesn't have a voice to me. He never says anything. Like, even with his art. Yeah, they're he's... good references to Spielberg. Um... Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. And his his whole theory, I, I saw quite a good take that was... um. It could have worked if... Because Ryan Johnson answered all of the mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. And then they just ditched the answers. Yeah. And changed everything. Yeah, for different if answers. If you'd have ran with the mm. Ryan Johnson shit, there would have been more of like a through line. Yeah. There's there's no excuse for episode nine. No. I stand by that. There was no there's no excuse for it being as bad as it is. It's the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah. But do do you Genuinely think like- do you think this is interesting how it's kind of bored down into the blame falling on two main people. Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Those are the two people that have caught, I'd say, the majority of the rage. JJ is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. But he started off being like the hero with episode seven. So, And then when episode eight came out, everyone loved JJ still and f- hated Ryan. And now it seems to be more like people are actually understanding that the... The, the JJ system set and the, the foundation. The Disney is the true problem that, that mm-hmm. they even yep. allow this ball to start rolling. Um, I guess it's just nice to have. Basically, if we already it was already basically confirmed, but it's just more evidence for the pile and this whole situation. You know. Yeah, I, I think Ryan Johnson has also earned some cred back from uh, Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, because everyone loves that film. Mm-hmm. Great so. fucking film. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he needs to be doing. Can I give you this and you won't pluck it? No, he will I'm pluck sorry, it. I'm sorry, totally distracted me from the conversation. Like, yeah, take this tennis ball and put it behind next to the Hobbit. Or on there, yeah, that's fine. Bad boy. But I think that's, yeah, that's probably a good way of, like, rounding off this whole arc. Mm-hmm. This whole Star Wars sequel trilogy Shit, I, I can't believe they even got him into an interview. Yeah, that you know, really surprises that, like, me. Why would he agree to that? Why yeah, like, now? It's not even relevant anymore. Everybody's mm-hmm. forgotten. Nobody cares, yeah. really. It's People all about actually kind of like Star Wars, given his re- recent performance. and The Mandalorian saved Star Wars, hands down. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the for gaming, Fallen Order yeah. saved it as well with that. The expanded media, ironically, is what's saving it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like yeah after they scrap all of the It's just a repeat stuff. of what happened with the prequels. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, the expanded sort of stuff was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I missed the prequels. So, uh, we've only got a few more minutes here before the end of this first segment. Um, unless you guys have anything to throw out. I did want to say, c- continuing on this Mass Effect thing, I am on three now. I'm not going to go deep into it or anything, because I think 
the plan is to try and do as as good as they say is on each one because mm-hmm. I just have so many thoughts on this trilogy. But yeah, this whole this this legendary edition has shown is giving us a lot of to think about the series. Yeah, and like, and finishing like, two, I have a bunch more thoughts on that game and going into three. Three is definitely the worst one. No really? doubt in my mind. Worse than um, one. Yeah, way worse than one. Um, <laughs> it. Without going into too much detail, it was the first one where when I was playing and getting to a point, it's the first time you go to the Citadel and you meet fucking Diane Allers, uh, Jessica Chobot. It is the most distracting, because I've been in this universe, all through Mass Effect 1, all through Mass Effect 2, so into it, never breaking anything, it all seems so cohesive. What the fuck is Jessica Chobot doing in this game? It genuinely is like such a mind-blowing decision. I cannot believe that that character is in Mass Effect 3. It might seem like a big thing to get hung up on, but I was saying to you guys, like, once I did the section where you first introduced to Jessica Chobot in that game, I, like, went to the home screen of my Xbox, and there she fucking was. Jessica, the real Jessica Chobot, I think she, like, <laughs> has some, like, Xbox. Microsoft yeah, Xbox yeah. thing. So her fucking face was there, and it was like, you're in the video game I was just playing. But you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And, like... It's just part of the lore of that game. It is incredibly lame. She's not playing a character either. It's like her. Yeah. It's her face. Yeah. It looks like her. What? A, cr- a really fucking creepy version of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like demonic in Mass Effect. But she's like not doing a voice or anything either. It's just her. It sounds like she's hosting an episode of a, like an IGN show or something. Yeah. Isn't there a romance option for us? Oh, I think so. Well, and let's... she's like a journalist in the game as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, a lot of weird shit like that in Mass well, Effect 3. What would you feel if the new Mass Effect came, came out? The new one? Because there's a new one on and the horizon. she's the main character. <laughs> you just you go to the Citadel um, again and she's there and they actually put her in the new one. Would it just be like, that's it? Mass Effect is dead. Yeah, but it, I was so like pulled out of the experience I stopped playing for a couple of days because mm-hmm. like, it, it all started rushing back to me like, oh yeah, a lot of weird shit with Mass Effect 3. Like the... <laughs> The From Ashes thing with that DLC with the Prothean character and just the decision of having that guy be DLC impacts the design of the entire game. Yeah. So you're missing out on a bunch of stuff that could have been integrated into the game more, more conversation trees, more options, more cutscenes, but because it's some throwaway DLC bullshit, it just feels like an add-on, whereas that, that feels like it should be such a crucial part of the story. Yeah. Because that's shit that could change the actual story of the game, given they were actually attacked. And oh, three just feels like that. It feels so like linear um, compared to the previous two, even more than two. And two mm-hmm. is linear. I don't know whose decision it was to release it when it was released. Was it EA? It's crazy rushed. Yeah. Yeah, because what? Why would you? You have this like you start off with this really ambitious game, like too ambitious. You can't make it what you want it to be, yep. so mm-hmm. you make it something else. Like in the time that you have, yeah, you get that out, and then how many years was it? What three years? Three, yeah, three years till Mass Effect Two was mm. was Mass Effect One two thousand seven. Yeah, same year as Halo Three. So yeah, then three years to twenty ten. Yeah, then two years for Mass Effect Three. Yeah, why would you give yourself less time to make the most ambitious one yeah. more ambitious than the, one the first the one that stakes. you couldn't even make? And I think considering that, considering the restrictions and the context. It is a good game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's plenty of really good shit in there and lots of payoffs. But I, mean, I, I don't like having to consider that, though. Yeah, mm. that is what's lame about it. Mm-hmm. 
but I think the conversation actually gets a lot more complicated than that, and we can't talk about it more without just delving in, which, which we're not going to do here because I mean, yeah, it yeah. gets to a point <laughs> where it's like, be, it dominates. We're we're going to do videos on every game and just go through and talk about it. Yeah, just so it's off my mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see you after these messages. Shorts available, right? Take a look at the really cute shorts. Look in the description or under the video for more. Welcome to the second half of the. God, I keep wanting to say corn. But it's the jar. It's, it's, it's ingrained in corn anymore. I know, we're, we've got to switch off the corn. Um, this is the part of the show we head over to the suggestion thread on the Jar Media subreddit and answer questions. Head over there and ask us anything you like. The real Ron has got our first one. Oh no, we already answered this. It was an Eternals question. My mistake. Absolutely bonkers, mate. It was actually going to start us off. This is the debate that might end the friendship between the Jar Boys. What is better, bread or pasta? No, there's no fucking comparison here. They're completely different things for completely that different times. No, there's not. They both fill the same gap in a meal. Both carbohydrates. No, they... Yeah. Okay, scientifically they do. But for me, they do not. What's more versatile? Ver- versatility. Bread. Uh, mm. Bread. It might bread. be bread. It's bread. How? Every type of sandwich is is a different experience. A mu- muffin. Yeah, but every type every of different pasta. type of bread. Mm. You can't make a bread. Well, you can't put bread in salad. Bread Shit. pudding. Bread pudding. Yeah. Eggy bread. Eggy bread. Yeah, eggy bread is good. I as would fuck. say. I did make spaghetti the other day, and because there was two... What are people so who aren't our school leggy bread? French toast. Is is it French toast, though? Yeah. No, it's not. I don't think it is. What? French, French toast, toast might different. be something different. It's something different. No, but isn't French toast something different in America? No, I'm pretty sure French toast is French toast. But I made spaghetti the other day, and the sauce was so liquidy at the bottom, I got bread to soak up the juices at the bottom. Nah. That's wrong. How you don't want it. fucking watery sauce, bro. No, it is it's French toast. We just don't put vanilla and like sweet oh, okay. shit in, right. in the oh. egg. Oh, wait, I swear they were different. I don't want sweet eggy bread, though. I don't want eggy oh, bread, that is bread the main, at all. Sorry, yeah, that is the clarification. Wait, so you don't even like eggy, eggy bread? Eggy bread no. is savoury. French toast is sweet. So it is the same shit, basically. Right. I right. really hate eggy bread. So, <laughs> no, but I still think pasta is better. If I had to I live have... without bread or without pasta, I would live without bread. I would live without bread. Because really? Yes, because I, I fucking love bread. You but can never pasta's... have a burger, one of those, oh, like, a chicken fillet or anything. But pasta is just a... Like, bread is like you make something with bread. Pasta's a fucking meal. Bread's like this kind of... you. When you get up in the morning, you're going to have a sandwich, you know? Sandwiches are awesome, though. Sandwiches are Sandwiches, incredible. burgers, anything like that. But pasta is a core part of my diet. Yeah, pasta's incredible. Like, four out of seven days a week, I'll have pasta they've, for dinner. I think they've nailed us here. I, I actually, like, I can't make a decision. I fucking love bread. Because I value, like, an awesome burger and an awesome pasta meal. Yeah. And they scratch different inches for me. Also, mm. also... Like, wholemeal bread is nicer than wholemeal pasta. I hate that, like, brown wholemeal pasta. Yeah. Shit mm. sucks. That is shit. Mm. And I feel like I experience a greater variety of bread. I'm getting I'm getting something different. Out of the, you mm. know, the different shapes, they're cool or whatever. Does bread count as pizza as well? Yeah. 
Yes. Fuck. Yeah, there's, bread, too, bread there's too, too much good food. <sighs> I'm sorry, bread, bread wins. wins. It's really... F- it's I actually hard. can't decide. If I have to live without one of them, then I'd rather not live at all. Yeah, maybe that's the true answer. But then you you also won't get breaded chicken. So KFC chicken, some of it's breaded. The fillets. Nah, pasta's too crucial to the way no, I... No, to no, bread, I bread, bread would win. Snooze71271 says, What is Hobgoblin? I live in America and I found a Hobgoblin t-shirt and said, that said, What's the matter, lager boy? Afraid you might taste something? And it was this bizarre creature. Ever since I've been fascinated <laughs> with Hobgoblin, I ask this because I saw you guys drinking it once. Um, Hobgoblin is an ale. It's a yeah. bitter. Do, do Americans not drink ale, then? They drink IPAs. It became IPAs became really popular in America. Mm. Um, is that what White Claw is? that the IPA? Or is that like a, just a baby? I don't know. I've never had White Claw. That's That's like, White Claw is like... It's like in a can, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's like, it's, like yeah an, in a can. it's like an energy drink alcohol thing, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's just the, the like the go-to meme for people who don't can't drink alcohol. They just mm, drink White Claw. Yeah, yeah. I was going to Google it, but... IPAs can often be quite sweet, though, aren't they? Mm. A hobgoblin's not like that. I find IPAs tend to be more citrusy. That's what I mean, sorry. Um, yeah, citrusy. You got, yeah, yeah, sort of grapefruity. grapefruity. Um, even passion fruity. I don't think passion fruit's citrusy, but... I had, like, a tangerine one, which was nice. Yeah. A couple of weeks back. But, yeah, it's an ale. It's an ale. I don't know what else to add to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just what it we is. We just drink lots of ale here, I guess. Yeah, it ale. is extremely British mm. ale. Why it's just it more of like, it's a heavy drink. It seems more wintry, like... Yeah, it is heavy. Um, I don't think it's... Uh, it's the kind of thing where, for me personally, if I'm at a pub, maybe I'll start off on an ale mm-hmm. and then move to lager. Yeah. Or even spirits. Lager's just lighter and fresher. Yeah. More of a summer drink. Hunter the Stick has one. I'd gotten into scale modelling and discovered something I loved. And I never would have known if it wasn't for Reuben and James, so thank you. James' excuses are invalid. James has some misconceptions about time to give... to do. I give my models a few hours at a time and have a makeshift table of five foot by two foot, which isn't a lot of space, and it's mounted to the wall like a shelf. See, this sounds fucking easy, bro. The supplies aren't expensive. You don't need an airbrush for a one-time thing. Just paint, glue, and brushes. That's all. And now for my question. Why are you letting some of the best kits gain dust? Or have you started one of them already and haven't said anything about them? Don't say a fucking word. Um, (laughs) To me, um, that shit kind of seems like adult Lego. You know, it is. is. When you have to start getting your paints out and have a special table attached to the wall. Okay, so what this guy was on about, I get, I get. When you've got a proper setup, it's it's quite easy to like chip away at. I live with my parents. They are the most like fucking. If I if I had a setup, a permanent setup, they would move everything. They would clean it. And paint I, and I lose parts. It's not that I don't have the time. I have the time. I don't have a setup that makes me so I can just. You don't have the space. Yes, and it's just I I can't do it in my room. My parents would be funny about paints. It's like I'm not. When I have my own house, I can do that stuff. But with my parents, it's like I save myself a lot of stress by not doing it. 
Yeah, I'm not a fucking dork, so I'll never do any of that lame ass <laughs> shit. I'll just play Mass Effect. <laughs> Apex Legends all day. Young Moles has one. What are your guys' thoughts on Breaking Bad and the spin-offs? I personally love this series, but I'm afraid the movie might be a disappointment. Also didn't know there was a show about Saul until recently. Thoughts? Breaking Bad, incredible. Better Call Saul, incredible. Mm -hmm. I really liked the... El Camino. El Camino. El Camino's good, yeah. It's it. It was nice. It was nice to get Jesse's story kind of wrap up because the focus is more on Walt in the show. Yeah, and for Jesse's sure. kind of like a strand, so you get some some kind of conclusion to that, I suppose. Um, yeah, but it's I get I understand exactly where it's coming from because I remember that fear after watching Breaking Bad and hearing about this prequel shit, and so many prequels are bad, and Saul is a prequel. Yeah, it was like. How often is this shit good? But then it's yep. Vince Gilligan and he puts in the time. Because it was uh, Saul as well, I was really expecting the show to just be like a comedy. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It was going to rely on the comedy. And the comedy's definitely in there, but it's more mm -hmm. like it is in Breaking Bad, where it's kind of dark comedy. Yeah, I've, the last time I watched Breaking Bad, because I've seen it like three times at this point, it is a surprisingly funny show. Like, it's essential for how dark it is because yeah. it's like really yeah. dark mm -hmm. he's like killing people a few episodes in do you yeah. know so I've not finished I've only finished the first season but it's I. my family have never watched it and mm -hmm. I've always been like you know you should watch this this is really good I've I've seen the first season and it's always their perception is it's going to be really depressing because of the just the subject of Walter getting cancer and they oh. instantly put that off and it's like that's interesting. That's completely false. It's like there's more to it than just Walter has cancer. Well, normally that, that's like the hook is because he's like he's got nothing to lose. Yeah. So watching him break bad is like kind of the the whole point mm. and the fun of it. But they just don't get it. Falafel Freak has one for us. What do you gooners think about the Portal games? I finished both both of them last week and I love them. Glados is just such an interesting character, and playing with the physics to solve puzzles was so much fun. Thoughts? Portal 1 is a masterpiece. They both are. Portal 2 is a really good game. But you don't think it's masterful? I don't... Uh, it, it's not on the same level as Portal 1. Really? Mm -hmm. I think the writing is... Um, I think the writing's amazing in Portal 2. Yeah, I agree. But I wish their original plan had... I'm not sure I know what their original plan was. So, originally... GLaDOS wasn't going to be in the game, and J.K. Simmons was going to be his oh. character. He was going to be the equivalent. But they did they did uh, play tests, <clears throat> and everyone was like, where's GLaDOS? I hate this. Really? Yeah, I think they might have even been testing with, like, different puzzles. Like, it's not just portals. Mm. Like, you have different mechanics and shit. I might be getting mixed up there. Um, but yeah, I think if they could have actually made the game they originally set out to... It could have been more interesting. Do you not think the story that came from that, though, is still kind of cool? Like waking up GLaDOS and Wheatley and that weird power thing that goes on with them. Yeah, but it is also... They... they what's it called when you, like, backtrack? Mm -hmm. Retcon. Retcon. Um, the whole song at the end of Portal 1 is still alive. Mm -hmm. At the start of Portal 2, she's dead. Like, you have to wake her back up. It's mm -hmm. like... There are loads of little nitpicky things, but it does sort of affect. Mm. 
I just think I like the Stephen the actual King. dialogue is so well written and the yeah, lines and yeah. the, the voice acting and itself. Mm -hmm. Stephen Merchant was like a great because J.K. Simmons choice. is still in the game and he has some of the best lines in the game. Yeah, like the, yeah, the lemonades. But they also force in the uh, the like Glados backstory, which is I'm I'm totally down with her having a backstory, but that story element isn't utilized. Mm -hmm. She she has like two lines as a human. It's kind of weird. Did you do the co-op stuff? Yeah, the co-op stuff is really, really fucking good. That That's probably the masterpiece part of Portal 2. Getting that design to work with two people. Yeah. And it's it, it's just so much fun when you're communicating with someone. Like Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I played through all the co-op when it came out. Um, and I played through the story mode a few years ago now. Um so they're not up-to-date thoughts by any means, but I remember really, really liking it. Yeah, it, I might uh, m I might look back on it slightly harsher because I'm way more familiar with Portal 2. For some reason, I, I was just obsessed with Valve games mm, yeah. and the universes they build. Mm -hmm. So when Portal 2 came out, I played it like over and over and over again. I love that shit. Well, yeah. I always remember that, that era specifically because it was when PSN went down for a month. Portal 2 came out. Oh really? I remember that? Yeah, that's wasn't it to do with hackings or something? Yes, mm -hmm. that's when I left PlayStation. Was when that started. Right. Yeah. 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 No one had their like credit card information on it after that point, so like scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a bit different story now. Mm -hmm. The good has one that you might appreciate, James. Since you guys mentioned Berserk, I figured I had a duty to bring up Vinland Saga to your attention. You heard of this, James? Yeah. It's adapted from a classic seinen manga. Am I saying that right? Seinen? Seinen, yeah. Manga that is renowned as one of the big seinen series alongside Berserk and Kingdom, which has absolutely awful anime adaptations, with Berserk's adaptations being somewhat tolerable, but paling in comparison to the original manga. But Vinland Saga stands out because the animation is actually pretty good. It's clear mm. the animators really had a passion for the source material as, as they preserve all the pacing, story beats, deep and complex themes, and incredibly fleshed out characters of the manga. Do you say manga or manga? Manga. 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 A brief synopsis of Vinland Saga is pretty much the story of Vikings invading Europe and the gradual transformation of a young innocent Viking boy, Thorfinn, as he grows to become brutally violent and bitter, the very antithesis of everything his father wanted him to be. What makes it stand out is the incredible attention to detail. Half the characters are real people that existed during the time period and they align to their real history almost perfectly. Everything feels so visceral and real that shows you all the raping, murder, pillaging, and all sorts of terrible things that the Vikings did, and it doesn't romanticize it at all. It just shows you everything for what it is. It's a fascinatingly deep and grounded world that, that you can just lose yourself in. And because it, of the realistic setting, it has an even more powerful impact since everything you're seeing is, is something that happened or could have happened in real life history. I cannot recommend it enough. An 11 out of 10 anime that more people need to see. That's Vinland Saga. Yeah, um, so here's the thing. I have this thing called The List, and it's things I want to watch. I don't watch anything on this list, because I never find the time. One yeah, it's them, like an IMDb watch list. Or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, I've wanted to watch Ford vs. Ferrari, or Le Mans 66, for people who actually know what Le Mans is, Americans. Yeah. Really good movie, but yeah, that was one of the movies I wanted to watch. I watched that yesterday, and Vinland Saga's been on the list forever. It came out quite recently. I've just seen mixed things about it. Is it quite a long one? No, it's I've not like, heard of this before. So it's normal. It's a normal length anime series, but it's on the list. I will watch it eventually when I finish JoJo. 
Did you want to talk about um, Le Mans quickly? Because we all watched that yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we decided to watch Le Mans 66. Um, it's about the the Ford versus Ferrari era of Le Mans. Um, it's got Matt Damon in and Christian Bell. It's 2019, I think. Yeah, it's quite recent. James Mangold, the director of Logan, directed it. Um, really good movie. I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed the story as someone who like just knows nothing about cars. Like it was all new to me. Mm. Yeah, I it's because the the easiest thing to compare this to would be Wash. You know, I yeah, know yeah. The, you know, cinematization of of a racing moment. But I think Wash was kind of it was very entry level. It didn't go into the details of all the technical True. stuff as much. But this had like that that information, the technical information mm-hmm. that I would appreciate because I'm did, a car person. Because you were definitely picking up on shit that went way over my head. Like, that Christian Bale character seemed like he was written for you. Like, all the shit he was saying, all his comments were like... Yeah, he sounded like he was a guest on Top Gear or something. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, always quipping about, like, and making fun of people's car choices and shit. Like, he's, like, a proper gearhead car guy. Yeah, and that movie had that vibe, and I thought... It's, there's a lot of CG in it because you can't have a movie mm-hmm. with that like era. Of, well, it's set like it's like 1960, pretty much. Yeah, but they they did have real shots. You can see the real shots when they're like moving between the cars because they are obviously they're driving on that mm-hmm. track, and then the rest is CG. Yeah. But I thought the visual effects largely were, were pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah I thought um, so as well. Especially with how much of it is in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's mm. not a short movie because like Rush is like hour and forty. It's quite short. This is it's, I, this is quite chunky. I think I actually prefer Rush personally. Um, because I think I just get more emotional connection out of that movie. Yeah, that well, that that movie just with the, the soundtrack by Hans. The Zimmer, soundtrack's really good in that movie just, too. It, you get so emotionally connected. Um, I I could have done with like fifteen minutes maybe in Shade Off of um, yeah, Le Mans. I agree. Um, um, I think I actually preferred Le Mans to Rush. Mm. Um, yeah, like James said. I, I find the sort of nitty-gritty business side, the scumfuckery there, although I, I didn't like the sort of bad guy. He was a bit too yeah. evil. And I, I found it distracting that John Bernthal was even cast as the role he was in. Yeah, I, I he, don't he's, know. he wasn't in it enough. It didn't seem like he was cast because he was the right guy for the job. It just seemed like... Yeah, because it was him. Because it's him. It's um, almost distracting when you have someone like of that kind of caliber playing such a small part. But Yeah, yeah. I, I I just think uh, Christian Bale, he's like too good of an actor at this point. Yeah, his performance was so he fucking is, believable. Yeah. His it's manner, it, like he just changes into someone else. Yeah. It, like, he does and, that and thing that only the best actors do where they, they just become, they genuinely just become someone else. And they, yeah. but you see that kind of body language in, like reflected in the people you've seen in real life. Like yeah, you, no, he's you can playing, contrast with the- He's diff- playing a British character from like a northern region mm-hmm. of Britain and he, he you don't he sounds exactly that. like um, David Thewlis he's the guy who um, he's the werewolf from Harry Potter he's like an, mm. he's got that exact accent yeah and the same sort of way of moving yeah 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 mannerisms and everything and his performance definitely mm-hmm. brought the movie up for me so I like what's his face Thor Hemsworth. Yeah, I feel like I'm always shitting on him in charge. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like him, but I don't think he's like a masterful actor. I've See, it was in Rush. I remember the other guy more, the antagonist. Yeah, definitely. And the guy uh, from Civil War. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a really good actor. But yeah, maybe I need to see the movie again. 
but also I don't find F1 cars very interesting. Whereas the '60s sports cars are fucking awesome. Yeah, they were, and the the just the imagery of all the cars is is really like yeah. I was just saying constantly like, that fucking shot is so sexy because it's just like <laughs> and they're perfectly angled. It's like mm. it's just beauty. It's just a it's such good cinematography. Yeah, he's got a good style too. There was some. He's clearly got a flair, the director. He knows what he's doing. It seemed quite well storyboarded. I never felt yeah. overwhelmed by like the action and. Um... Yeah, like I know I I haven't seen all of Logan, but I could tell with the way like, like some of the shots when he's testing the car, the way it pans and it's like going on. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Logan, there's Logan. like a um, there's kind of a car chase scene, and in that movie, that's the point that probably has the worst visual effects, um, the most mm -hmm. obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, he's you can like just see, bashing like, through a. Yeah, 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 something. yeah. And you can see sort of hints of that, but because it is all like real, was based on real shit. Like the, the reference, like I was just thinking about this, like in, in Forza, for example, the models are like so insane. You could mm -hmm. probably, if you get it like the right angle within these engines, if you're just capturing it from the right, with the right lighting and everything, it looks real. No, like yeah. I'm saying, like if, if people are going to, if movie companies are going to make car racing movies, they really should be contacting game companies. Because it'll be cheaper than having a season. Well, that's how they, that's what they're doing with like Mandalorian. Like they're using, I think it's yeah, Unreal. Unreal yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just rendering these environment. It makes so much sense. You fucking Willy! I don't know what they're barking at, but but yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with it. I mean, yeah, I did as well. I I I don't know why, but I like Matt Damon as well. He's, he's quite liking. a good movie star. He's yeah. He's got like a sympathetic thing going on. Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit ugly too, and I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Do, do you know? What I mean, he's not ugly, but he's sort of oafish. I don't mean he's to just, be mean to the guy. Like, no, it's just, he's I, I know what you mean like sort of. Um, you know, like Joe Rogan, he's got that uh, yeah. primitive finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the barbone can't. can't <laughs> yeah. But I think that movie, Damon and Bale, just they they carry that movie mm -hmm. like, so well. And yeah. it's worth seeing for their acting alone. They're both very good in it. There's one scene that I think I'd prefer just cut out of the film mm. when his wife is like driving him and being like ridiculous. Yeah, that was a, and, bit, like, they, a bit much. Yeah, and, and they didn't set up that she didn't want him to go back yeah, to that's racing. What I found. She's the one that encouraged him mm, to stay not, racing, yeah. and then she's suddenly like, right, I'm killing us. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the thing with the son didn't really connect with me either. No. I thought that worked. Really? The, yeah, there was enough stuff early mm. on where he's like taking him to all the races, and mm. and they have the feud. Like, the, the main reason the bad guy doesn't like... Uh, Christian Bale. Because he was being a cunt his son. Yeah, his yeah. son wanted to like touch this car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the conflict was good. Yeah, um, yeah, just it boiling down to these companies that just like hate each other and they're just mm -hmm. throwing money around. Yeah, I, I almost wish there was more of that as the movie progressed. Mm -hmm. More John Bernthal interaction yeah. with. Yeah, because you you get to a point where that part just stops being relevant for ages, and then John Berthold comes yeah. back in, and, and he like, keeps, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he keeps cropping up and sort of smiling to the good guys, like, yeah, I'm actually on your side. I may be a suit. waiting for him to like pull the Punisher look. <laughs> yeah, he just brutalized. <laughs> yeah, it's a good film. Vault Tech AU has one. Do the Jar Boys play grand strategy games? I think it's been mentioned that James has played Civilization, but have you played anything else in the genre? I ask because it seems the games from Paradox Interactive are only getting more and more popular recently. Who's Paradox Interactive? They make Civilization. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 
they're getting popular because they're the most fucking addictive thing, just game you can play. It's fuck. We this week, this week alone, we're just like we'll play some Apex till nine o'clock. Oh, let's play some Civ. Fucking almost one in the morning on a weekday, yeah. we're just like, Jim, we should stop playing now. Is I need to go to the, bed. Okay, one more turn. Yeah, yeah. James will say, okay, one more turn, and then we go, like, 30, 30 turns <laughs> no, later. it's just like, oh, you can save now. <laughs> yeah. No, no. last time it had to end with me, like, stopping you. Because I was like, no. We, we, it always takes one of us to be like, nah, no, I'm done. Yeah, I yeah. need to stop now. Because it's the way the game is. It's just like, you are you are competing against your friends. and you but don't, also not. Yeah, you don't know where they are. You can't see their cities. You can just you you can only gather intelligence from what they tell you. And we just lie to each other constantly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, fuck, I'll I'll finally find Jim and I'll see his little stats. It's just like fuck, Jamie's got fucking a thousand gold and seventy science, and I've got thirty. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I need to catch up. And it's just like I'm trying to build stuff. I'm trying to build stuff and build my cities. Yeah, and it's a game where every time you play, you've learned a bit more. How and, to play. Yeah, you're like breaking down the systems, figuring out what way you want to and go. And we'll, we'll play a match and we'll get quite far into it. And then because you've learned more, because the way it's turned out, it's just like, let's start another match. So you repeat the process every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I've played like almost 300 hours on it on Epic Store alone. And I've yeah, I'm, I'm getting up there as well. It's, it is re- no, just genuinely one of the most if, satisfying experiences. It's so good. If you, let's say people get bored. If you're bored on a weekend, just play Civ. Because then it'll be 10 o'clock and you're like, fuck. Where's it gone? Mm-hmm. And we've been trying to bully you into buying it yeah, for I so really fucking long. Yeah, I really think you should get it, Alex. It's my, it's my mental thing where I have to disconnect PC and video games. Um, it is on console, though. It'll be a miserable time. Yeah, it's, that's, I don't know if playing it on console is any fucking no. point. Yeah, you need to be like, ding, 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 everywhere. But it also, it's the only game James plays with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Because I don't have to be quick. I can just be like... All, all you have to do is you sit there with a bag of popcorn, <laughs> one hand on the mouse, <laughs> leaning back. That's it. That's it, yeah. I was just eating popcorn the last time we were playing, just like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I've got popcorn in my mouth. And, I I, think, I, and, and I'm someone that was really never into this sort of game. No. But it hooks you. It fucking... It's like Steve only put it through his mouth. It fucking grabs yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You ain't going. <laughs> and you're in with the sharks. Just but no, I haven't played any other games of the genre. No. I we, I did recommend that we should probably get Humankind, which was like trying to compete with Civilization. Mm. But they've, they've delayed that till August, I think. Because it looks like a... It looks like it could beat Civ, from what I've seen. But yeah, I think everyone should try Civ. Because it just gets your game, yeah, your it, mind going. It seems even if you're not someone that normally plays video games, just try it. It's because it's a genre like I'm so not used to. It requires no reflexes or anything. No, you can take your and time as long as you you want. You can just you yeah. can properly w- w- figure out. And there's the the tutorial mode, really good. Yeah, because it's how I had to get into the game. Um, and it, no, but and it will always explain things to you. And and can't forget, Sean Bean is one of the voice actors. For yeah, it. I always forget that. That, that is that a genuine like. Oh, it's a huge draw. Yeah. Like every time you discover something new, he'll be like, "Dogs can't live without them." <laughs> like, <laughs> that is the vo- that is the exact type of voice you don't mind hearing. Yeah, like, no, I went back to yeah. Civ Five, and I started a new one, and I got I got the same thing. The voice actor. It wasn't Sean Bean. I was just like, man, oh, I don't give a fuck. But when Sean Bean says it, it's like. Love yeah, it is tempting, but I just really don't want to play on PC. <laughs> no, bro, 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 you need to. Come on, you have to try it. 
It was free on the Epic Game Store. That's how I got it. I didn't even pay for it. Like, I've then spent 300 the hours Epic Game on the... Store, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck the Epic but Game I got Store. But I got it for free, so I can't complain. And the DLC is uh, quite good as well. Mm. Besides the stupid barbarian encampments when they get these stupid fucking <laughs> units. Idiots. Do you find it lame though how it's just Fortnite all that Fortnite money they just bought their no, way but then aren't into they that market? In, aren't they losing every money every money every day from this? They're games. like spending so much money on that that free game thing. It was it was like in two K like twenty today like this year this month a game this year boom or last. I mean year. I guess consumers are winning because they're getting free games out of it, but it's yeah like, it's split. Yeah, but up. when when the next like fad happens and Epic starts losing big money. And nobody's using the, their launcher, and everyone's gone back to Steam. Which they already are. Let's be real. Who actually yeah. uses the, any other thing? The only time I've ever gone on Epic is um, for those free games. I think. Mm. I think Border wasn't Borderlands three or some shit, or yeah, Borderlands two. I think. The thing, the thing is, all they've all given up. EA Play is just a, a fucking Steam thing now. Yeah, Steam is just gradually absorbing everything, like it always has been. It's just not changing. It's yeah. just getting better. Yeah, and I, I think Epic has motivated other studios to join Steam. So, mm, I, I mean, in, in that way, it is good. Yeah. They're, they are the necessary evil to make gaming better for everyone else. Potentially. Mm. Um, Bumper Munch says, this question is for Alex. It seems like you aren't too fond of playing specific types of open world games like Breath of the Wild or Phantom Pain. The types that are extremely open-ended and really encourage player experimentation. Is this true? And if so, what is your reasoning? Cheers, Ming Dings. Um, I wouldn't say I'm specifically put off by that those kind of games, but I'm specifically put off those two games for hyper-specific reasons. Or the same hyper-specific reason? Um, actually, I'd say they're different. Oh, really? With Phantom Pain, it's because... The... <laughs> It's like a weird jumping on point. It feels like for me to start getting into Metal Gear there. Um, Honestly, you can play that game without even thinking of Metal Gear in any capacity. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know what it is. I'm just not interested in that game. Um, I never, I never finished it. I, I got sick of it quite quickly. I just didn't. It doesn't have enough like robots or aliens. Mm. It's got other crazy shit, but. Like whales and It's stuff. definitely past its uh, golden age. Like yeah. Going, going back to it now might feel a bit... And I would I would much play prefer it. to play Breath of the Wild over Phantom Pain. I think that'll, that'll always age. And like 20 years, I think that game will still be... I would good. play yeah. Breath of the Wild tomorrow if I could play it in like 4K 60. Yeah. I don't know if it's like elitist or whatever to say at this point, but like... I, I don't 4K. like playing it. Um... Like, I, th I played it on my Switch for a few hours, but, I mean, I've kind of had my fill of open-world games, full stop, and I know they, like, really went in with the freedom stuff, but I just I just don't care. That yeah, it, Breath of the Wild is a different type of open-world. Yeah. It's just not the same thing. But it, with Breath of the Wild, I'd say play it handheld. In, in that, in my mind, I can justify it being 30 frames. And like looking mm -hmm. a bit worse. Like when you're but, on a plane or something, you can yeah. just like get sucked into an actual open world that is different. Yeah, I, d I don't know what it is. Um, 
I've never really gone in on Zelda, honestly. Yeah, well, this one was definitely the one for me. I don't think I would have really liked. And then I did watch Ruben play it for like hours yeah, and fucking yeah. hours. That's for reasons. I saw I got so much of, of the game. You saw so much of both. Yeah. They were. Yeah, true. Actually. They were just the games that. Yeah, that uh, Witcher 3 as well. I saw a hell of a lot of one of the other games. I, it's in my like. You didn't play Witcher 3? Yeah. It was because of that. <laughs> Torterra is my starter, says, I know we've been talking a lot about Mass Effect, but I got around to picking up Legendary Edition a couple days ago, thanks to all the great things you guys had to say about the series. It's my first time playing through the series, and I absolutely adore it. I've been growing more and more bored of video games as time has gone on, but Mass Effect brought back everything I loved about video games in the first place. Great story, world-building characters, and of course gameplay. Thanks for the great recommendation. See, this this is, but I'm glad you got to experience it. I'm yeah, this, this is what I was hoping to hear from. If it's someone who's never played it and they're still able to they'll, get into get it, that that love because it's been it's been a reminder of that for me too. Just like, yeah, things can be nice. Let's do a couple more quick ones then. Mild and wild four twenty has one for James, Mister James. What is your opinion on car stickers slash vinyls? I'm not sure how popular they are in Britain, but in the US it's pretty common to see things like if you want to ride my ass, at least pull my hair, or something like that plastered on the back windows of people's cars. Do you have any said stickers that other boys can answer too? I was telling you guys I saw a van in, parked in Tesco that had the umbrella logo on it, mm -hmm. um, but it also had like a bunch of like skeleton hands and zombie arms, and it was like, this vehicle's a zombie killer machine. See... I don't Pretty like cool. I don't like the sticker example he gave. Like that shit is cringy. Like when it's like uh, uh, if you, like, like if you want to ride, you got to pay with ass. It's just like you no, know, you're a cucky boy. You stuck our sticker on your car. Like no, it's cringe. Like, What's that one? There's that car around here that's like fuck. Chucky. I car. get fucked by the government. What was it? I get fucked by the. I. I don't need sex. I get fucked by that's the it, government. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that. That's the one I've seen around here. I'm, I <laughs> I understand the appeal with stickers because it's like, it's your crew, you know? Like, think of old Japan. They'd have stickers of their crew, and that would be their club. That's their street team. Yeah, yeah. I get that, and why some people want to be part of this group, and, you know, that's like a community. That's cool. But I don't put stickers on my car because when if you, you see a car with loads of stickers on it, it looks sporty, you know that person's probably been a bit of a cunt in a car, like street racing, <laughs> doing dangerous things. It gets yeah, you attention is, yeah. from the police. yeah. And some, if you put stickers in certain places, it's illegal. But I don't do any of them because I think if you're going to sticker, do it like go all in, like a race car. Have it properly done out, like mm. professionally, so then it looks good. Just sticking loads of stickers on every panel of your car looks a bit ridiculous. Unless it's of Chucky, unless it's a Chucky, Chucky themed. Yeah. No, but that thing they've gone in. They've actually gone in all the way and they've made the whole car like. So this yeah, Chucky there's someone in our town that has. I'm pretty sure it. someone found it on Reddit. Well, not found oh, really? it on Reddit, but found it and put it on. Someone Reddit. from our town took a picture of it and put it on oh, Reddit. Funny. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, what is the what is the brand again? Is, is it? Is it oh, the it's Cruiser. The, it's the Chrysler PT Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah, <laughs> the, PT the worst car. From Breaking, Breaking Bad. <laughs> like the, mm -hmm. it's the humiliating. Just... The one that um, the, I think um, Michael Scott from The Office drives one as well. Mm. They are the ugliest car ever made. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking disgusting. Yeah, they're horrible. So p putting Chucky all over it makes it way better. Yeah, like I was. Yeah, it's that. embracing. Like, yeah, mm. it's fucking ugly. Yeah, 
But then you think of the Joker van in the town as well. Like he just <laughs> stuck Heath Ledger on the side. I, I the found out terrible. there's more than just the van. He's got a caravan as well that has um the you know that classical piece of art with the two like angels yeah, like, yeah, touching. Yeah. It's, it's that, but with um Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger touching. Oh <laughs> <laughs> on like the bag on the side of like a camper van, like fucking huge. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. It's like if he's gonna do that, do the whole car like the trucky car, because then it kind of work and not just. <laughs> I mean, he kind of has, but not on the van. The van is just Heath Ledger's face. I think there is something on the side. I, I hate. You gotta look out for it, man. It's, people, it's crazy. We live in a fucking weird town. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Let's end on this one from Your Royal Flyness. Hello, Jar. I was rewatching the modern epic of our time, Jarcast One Nine Six, the normal episode. Not five minutes in, and you lads mentioned Dogecoin, <laughs> and Alex says, "Make sure you all invest in your Dogecoin. It's going to be the next big thing." <laughs> Remember that this episode was released December 2019. It feels like last year because of corn time. Thoughts? Can I just say, if you if you listen to me about GameStop, if you invested in Dogecoin, you'd be fucking rich. Why aren't you listening if to us? If we listened to ourselves, we'd be fucking yeah. rich. <laughs> I fucking hate the world we live in, man. Why? Why? Maybe it, it is. It is weird the amount of things we've just been like we <laughs> said also before. Also, like Mort is becoming yeah, Mort's like a, a big meme Twitter meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some weird power. We are influencing the, sh- the 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 meme economic stratosphere. We are the the we we we're the, we we're are the, the bottom of the iceberg. The bottom of the iceberg. Yeah, I watched a hidden Xperia's video about the Halo iceberg. Oh yeah, where he goes through all the tears of like obscure Halo shit. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I watched a Dark Souls lore video that was like, iceberg. it was rating whether they were believable because like in Dark mm-hmm. Souls, you never know if it's real or not. It's yeah. Like believable. <laughs> it's like actual historians going into Dark Souls and like, yeah, getting evidence for things. There was this, um, do you remember in Halo 3, there's that weird Easter egg where there's that like shirtless guy yeah, in yeah, underwear, yeah. like bouncing. Yeah. And there was this weird like rumor that it was like some dead guy or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, so it should be a dead, one of the dead. Like a dead guy, yeah. But that's just dead. like not true at all. Dead. No, like a, like some guy who had died. That no. was like the rumor or something. No, it was the rumor is the, it's the de- developer. It's the dev. It's no, the, the, r- the rumor was that it was some dead guy, but it was yeah. just the developer. Like it wasn't, oh, oh, I, I it wasn't anything crazy. Oh, <clears throat> it was just one of those weird, you remember that, that era where it was just like, this everyone was dead. lying. Yeah. And all the like weird playground rumors and shit, and like my dad works at Bungie bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whose dad didn't work at Bungie? To be honest, mind it. Every other person on Xbox Live. <laughs> but I think that's it, guys. Um, Shall I leave us with a quote? Yep. Take yeah, us away, for tuning boy. In. Uh, see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Um, our quote today is uh, Corinthians ten thirty one. To oh no, sorry, this is Corinthians. Uh, <laughs> Corinthians 9.22 The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth. There was a comment specifically last episode that was like, I hate that duck. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me want to leave it there even more. No, no, it's perfect. It adds so much to the wall of normal kind of things. Normal? Yeah, the normal wall.
Okay, okay, it's not entirely normal. <laughs> that is the first one. 